0: Lisa Hyde, and welcome to the Confidence Crown Podcast. I believe one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is freedom. It all starts with your journey into self belief and creating the confidence to live your life with abundance. Ladies, it's time to earn and own your crown and be the Yes Queen you are destined to be. Together, let's make it rain. Ladies, we have a special treat today. I'm here with Jennifer Mackey-Mary and we're going to be talking about how clothing and the way it actually fits you can improve your confidence because Jennifer has vast experience and we were just chatting about her background and I believe we've crossed paths at some point even though we've been in different states our whole lives. Jennifer,
1: welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I love this.
0: So Jennifer has a background in styling women, but it is not the Hollywood version, which I am so impressed with because Jennifer actually knows how to style women's figures, all sizes at every age. Jennifer, tell us
1: a little bit how you got started. Yeah. So I say I am a a stylist for real women. I give real style advice to real women. And like we were saying before we got started, Clothes were never my passion. I know a lot of people go into fashion because they love the clothing, Clothes are not my jam at all. I do like clothes. I like cute clothes. I've always liked to shop. But what I love is what clothes do for women. So I had been in the restaurant industry in my early career and I was looking to get off the road to not be traveling all the time. And Chico's called me. They were looking for someone to open stores in the East Coast. And that's where I was living at the time. And I thought, well, that's perfect. So I went to Chico's and um, I was 25, 26 years old. Definitely not the... Chico's customer no, no, at so all. For,
0: for those of you who don't know what Chico's is, <laughs> um, during the nineties and early two thousands, this was where your grandmother, well, maybe your mom, but your grandmother definitely was shopping. And Jennifer was definitely too young to be what they would consider a customer. Yet what was cool about Chico's was that they were there to dress you from head to toe. And I think that's really important because it wasn't just a one off. Like you said, it's not just a pair of jeans or top. This was about being dressed, jacket, shirt, jewelry, pants, and everything fitting perfectly.
1: Absolutely. And they are still around, still going strong. They are all over the country. But when I started working for them, the first thing they did, they put every single person who works for the company through their training program where they teach you how to dress the four Body types, the four basic body types, which to me is incredible. Especially, you know, you go into stores now, people have no idea how to dress women. You know, it's it's more about like, this is cute, this is cute. Okay, but cute really doesn't help me if it doesn't look good on me. So we learned how to dress the four body types. And then I think Chico's secret sauce, and this was again back in the early 2000s, was that they didn't have mirrors in the fitting room. And every woman I say that to is like, oh my gosh, that is the worst thing in the whole world. I would never shop there. However, I think it was brilliant. And if I ever start a store, I would do this because how many times do you take that huge armload of clothes into the fitting room and you try on everything? You get sad, you get defeated. You don't want to go get dressed to get a different pair of pants. You don't want to put your shoes back on to walk across the store. Every single woman had to come out to see how she looked in the big mirror. And we were taught to be there to help her which right. is just a customer service philosophy that is just, it's just gone. It's old it's school. It, gone. Yeah. It
0: doesn't exist anymore. I miss it because I will tell you the light in the dressing rooms is
1: horrible. Yeah. I
0: hate dressing. Room. I'm not even talking about chica but I, I am the shopper that goes in, grabs stuff and actually tries it on at home because I, I a don't lot of women like do the that. dressing room experience because I hate the light yeah. or they're hot they're oh, hot. Get oh, my me goodness. out of a hot dressing
1: room. Right? Forget you it. always feel like bigger <laughs> and puffier and the clothes are sticking to you. So anyway. I'm sweating anyway. and I'm like, I don't want these clothes. <laughs> I'm
0: sweating. It's so horrible. <laughs> these clothes are sweaty. I don't
1: want to buy them. But Ugh. so when women would come out, I could say, okay, your body needs a shorter jacket or your body needs a wider pant, or we should try a longer necklace for you or a different neckline. And that was really how I honed, uh, I mean standing in a in a mirror with thousands and thousands of women is how I got good at dressing body types. And then I I'm just a natural people watcher. So even now, if I'm standing in line at Starbucks, I'm looking at someone ahead of me like, okay, what's her shape? What would I do differently? How would I, <laughs> you know, and not in a judgy way, but just no. kind of a a self-improvement for my skills sort of thing. Like, well, how would I change the pocket on that jean? I'm just kind of always looking at that. But uh, that was Chico's was an amazing education on how to dress women and how to really help them bring out the best in their bodies. And as we were chatting before, my Chico's clientele, they were not women who were necessarily feeling great about their bodies. You know, they are, they were women. Their ideal client was you know, fifty-five plus. She had the time to spend on herself again. She had the money to spend on herself again. But she was dressing this body that just didn't feel like she wanted to feel. And once you put a woman in a in clothes that look good on her and highlight yeah. her best parts, here's the magic. Like the look on their face, it is magic. And I get <laughs> goosebumps thinking about it. Like that's what I live for is that look on a woman's face. And it was it was an opportunity to do that for a lot of women. And then I went to work for a very high-end boutique uh, based on the east coast and it was a wonderful fashion education but these women didn't necessarily have clothing problems you know they were oh these size 24s are too big i don't know what to do it was you right. know the low rise jean era the yeah. crop tops i mean it was really it was it was something these women they were not my people they weren't struggling with with getting dressed and after right. i left there i went to get maternity and i had my woman crying in the fitting room again because she was dressing like this alien thing inside of her <laughs> and nothing looked right and the ability to help women see in the mirror what they want to see in their minds you know we all have yes. this vision of ourselves in our mind and we're cute and then you look in the mirror and you're like oh, dang i'm not cute to to match those up is just an amazing thing and I don't love clothes. I love what clothes can do for women. Love it. Oh, I
0: love that. And Jennifer, it's so true because I think, again, our world, we're obsessed with this size. It's not the size, it's how the clothing fits. Mm -hmm. And as someone who has been broke, who's someone who's had money and I've gone back and forth, if I go into a high-end department store or a boutique like, Chico's where someone's going to dress me properly, it's amazing how much better the clothes fit me Mm -hmm. than if I go just buy something off the rack um, where I'm saving money. It's very interesting that you can't find a great deal at Zara. But the cut of the clothing is not always correct for your body. You're just like looking at a style or a size and you're not really considering your shape. And I think that's what's really interesting about today's fashion. This, was it
1: fast fashion? Quick fashion? fashion. You know, but I think in that there are things, there are things that are at Zara that are right for every single body type out there, right? There is a cut of blouse at H&M that whenever I find it, I buy it because it is the right neckline for me. It hangs perfectly. Right. It's the right sleeve length. So I think- But you have to know You have to know, yes. You have to know what- what to put on your body to highlight it best so you can go find those things. I think a lot of women just get really frustrated because they just see what's cute or what's trendy or what's, you know, in stores. That may not be the best for you. It may be a season that you kind of have to wait out a little bit or, you know excuse me. The greatest thing about fashion today is whatever is best for you is out there. There are no like overriding trends that every single person is wearing. There are so many trends. Pick one that that's in your lane. You know, wide leg jeans are kind of coming back in, but skinnies are still a huge thing. Boot cuts never totally went away. Whatever is best for you is out there. You just have to learn what's best for you. Right. You want to rock your own style. And you want to
0: you want to, again, like you said, you want to feel good in your skin. So when you put on clothes that actually highlight your assets instead of making you look larger or like a sausage or whatever it is, you know, it 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 is mind-changing and mind-blowing to actually be like in the right fit. And sometimes I'll tell you, I'll be putting stuff on like I would never wear that in a million years, but it fits me properly. And then it photographs a whole hell of a lot better.
1: Well, that is always the thing, you know, to, to find things that both are right for you and that you yeah. love is kind of the magic Magic thing, like black is not a good color for me. However, I love black, and sometimes I have to decide. Okay, what do I do with that? You know, light green is really good for me. I hate light green. I would not. I mean, it just it kind of makes me angry. Yes, (laughs) it kind of makes me angry. I just have a visceral reaction to it. So, I believe that you should wear things you love, but I also have to know what it does for me. Right? Black washes me out. You can see the dark circles. The wrinkles come up. It isn't good. However. I love it. I still love it. So yeah, you've, got I rock my black you've got a balance. you shirt. got right. I, I love. I love a good black outfit. Oh, it's fashion. True. What can you say? It's easy.
0: But do you think it's interesting? Like there were. You were just saying fashion is what we make it now. It's there's no like distinct style. Like I know some like the 30s, 20s, mm-hmm. 30s, 40s. Everything had a very distinct look. Men's suits, women's dresses. There were details. And then it all kind of started to morph. <laughs> and things have changed. And But like you said, so now you can find your style, but it might not look like the year we're in. How does, how does that work? Because I think that's changed so much in the way clothing is.
1: I just think that our world is so much more global and so much more diverse that we are not put into these little tiny cookie cutter boxes. So when I think about like the styles of the 1950s, it is very fit and flare. The waist is very well-defined. That would have been a terrible era for me. Like I feel really bad for any apple-shaped women who survived the 50s. Now they got to go to the 60s where everything was really straight cut and they could show off their legs and that was a very good time. But now... Both of those things are out there. Both of those things are at Nordstrom. You can go and find a shift dress hanging right next to a fit and flare. I just, I believe that we've gotten a little bit less narrow-minded about what fashion is and it's more about style. And the fact is there are just so many more options that are available to us. So when you look at even shopping, I don't know if you remember this, like school shopping as a kid, you did it in August Mm -hmm. because that's when you bought your sweaters and you wore your sweaters to the first day of school and you just, like we're sweating the whole time. Yep, in your and that, that sweater that was there in August got replenished in September and November and all through the season. There were four seasons of fashion. Now there are 12. So there is early spring, spring, late spring, early fall, right? So there's yeah. all of those things. So they have to kind of come up with so many more styles and so many more silhouettes to fill all of that. So just by nature of how many more choices we have, we just have more options, which is a wonderful thing. It does make it overwhelming to shop. And unless you know what you're looking for, it can just be, it's like a needle in a haystack, which is why I I always tell my clients, you need to learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist. And that's actually Pablo Picasso who said that, that's not my quote, but it's really true. I have to know what looks best on me, go find it and then say, okay, well, this isn't quite right. Let me tweak it. Let me You know, if I want to wear a more fitted top, what can I do on bottom to make it balance out? But unless you know those things, it makes it really, really hard to get dressed when there are so many options.
0: And I'll say like, if you don't know your frame, if you don't know what looks good on you, like I have friends who are, I'm going to call them the fashionista, right? They can go to TJ Maxx and they can find the most beautiful outfits I walk in, I just see racks and, and fluorescent lights and I fall down. Like I can never, ever, ever find anything spectacular there, but put me in a little boutique where I can talk to the salesperson and I can, I can try on different things. Sometimes I'm petite. So oftentimes things have to actually be, um, altered to fit me. I can't just buy a lot of things off the rack. It's a such, a better experience for me. But again, my friend who goes in and can buy, she can find the most gorgeous outfits, but she also is very clear on her body type. She knows what works for her and she can make a mad dash
1: in and out. I was, I'm always so jealous. And I'm like,
0: how did you do that?
1: I think that's also a shopping personality, right? There are women who just enjoy the hunt. I grew up in a family who enjoyed the hunt. Like shopping was a recreational sport. We were very good at it. It's what we did all weekend long. That is not something that I enjoy, which is kind of funny. I, I grew up and took a very different path. i like I like knowing what I need and then going to find those things. Like for me, it's kind of a puzzle to create this this look that I want to create rather than, hey, let's just go see what we see that personality who likes to go through all of those racks is going mm. to be more successful than someone who's like, no, that is just terrible. And why would I want to do I that? Just get dizzy. Right? You're, just, you're not going to have a good time. <laughs> you're not going to have a good time. Don't do it. Don't do it. I will say for me, places like TJ Maxx and all of those things, they are not the deals they used to be.
0: No. It I used say not to be... Even-
1: here's why. It used to be that those places were sort of liquidation centers for stores that were going out of business or, um, you know, business lines that had made too much, whatever it was, right. Kind of the fire sale sort of idea. Now there are so many TJ Maxx and Marshalls and Ross there. I, there's a little shopping center, not far from me. Those three are like in a row. It's bizarre. In a row. What, why, why? there aren't enough leftover clothes in the world to fill those places. So now those places have lines created for them. So the lucky, if you walk Mm -hmm. into a TJ Maxx and you see that front rack of lucky, that's not the lucky that you're buying from lucky. It is the lucky created for TJ Maxx. They started with, I think the Willie Smith years and years and years ago that that was their in-house brand. And now everybody is creating lines for TG Max, the outlets, the outlets are not outlets anymore.
0: No, they're not. They're no. not.
1: We were just talking about that recently. They're
0: not. It is so, so interesting because it's, like you said, Overstock basically is gone. And I think, is it possible because of all the online shopping? Is that where Overstock really went? Because they're not in those outlets anymore.
1: No, what happened was outlets became a shopping destination on their own. And, you know, if Banana Republic made so many extra sweaters that they could stock 500 outlets, some buyer would be fired, right? Right. Some designer would be fired because you should not end up with that (laughs) much (laughs) leftover inventory. You just shouldn't. So as outlets became their own destination and their own shopping alternative, They had to fill all those stores. You know, it used to be that there was that one outlet center like way out in the boonies and you had to drive (laughs) an hour to get there. And now they're everywhere. They are absolutely everywhere. There isn't enough leftover stuff to fill them all. So all of these brands had to create their outlet brand to fill it. But what they do is that they compare the outlet price to the first run store price, right? right? So a pair of jeans at Banana Republic, it'll say you know, $68 or $58 compared to right. $99. No, it's not right. the same thing. It's not the same quality. It's not- There you
0: go. Not the same quality. And that makes a huge difference as well.
1: It does. And I don't think there's anything wrong with shopping outlets. Like, no. I, like I like Loft Outlet a lot. They have great stuff. I find um, Ann Taylor Outlet to have some good things, but I think it's important to recognize what you're getting. There's nothing wrong with shopping the outlets and saying- Correct you know, this is, this is where my budget is, or these are the clothes I like, but don't think you're getting that first run store at a miraculously good deal. Cause it just doesn't exist.
0: No, they don't exist anymore. Now, Jennifer, going back to what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you do a consultation with someone, are you always meeting in person? Do you do anything virtually? So if people who don't live near you, so they can really figure out their body, how do they work with you?
1: So when I started my own business. That was about seven years ago. I started as Northern Virginia's What Not to Wear. I'm sure everybody knows that show. Oh, I love that. Right? That show where those mean people come into your closet and make you try on everything (laughs) and throw it away and make you cry. I don't think I ever made anybody cry, but that's what I did. I went into women's houses and we tried on everything they owned. And then I helped them shop to refill with with pieces that work better for them. And I was the one-on-one personal stylist for a lot of years. And then when we transitioned to Minneapolis, where we are now, I had already started mostly seeing people online. Through virtual consultations, I have clients on like six continents. I don't think there's a, there is not a penguin in Antarctica who needs me. So I don't have anyone there, but I have clients all over. And the other thing I do is I create capsule wardrobe eBooks. It's a digital download that shows women how to put together a mix and match wardrobe every season. So I take 34 pieces. We combine them to make, I think this one that's coming out real soon for winter is like 184 outfits. And we show them the tops, the bottoms, the dresses, the shoes, the jewelry, the accessories, everything they need. Then we give people shopping links, where to buy them in spend links, save links, petite and plus. And then we show them all the outfit combinations. So, you know, let's say you want to try a a really trendy piece for this season, like a leopard midi midi skirt. Yes. So I would love to put this in my wardrobe, but I have no (laughs) idea what to do with that. Right, We have a page in the capsule guide that shows you like 20 different ways to style your leopard midi. So I really wanted women to be able to put together, every woman wants like that mix and match wardrobe, that effortlessly stylish wardrobe. Turns out style is not effortless. You know? This is just <laughs> paying someone to do the effort for you. So we, yes. we give them that, we show them what to do with it. And we really want to serve women and help them do more with less. So That's the majority of my business is the capsule wardrobe guides. And then I do see people virtually all over the world.
0: I love it. I love it because it really does make that difference. When you know what fits you right, when you can really rock, you can go into a room and own it. Yes. Own it. Now, you also admitted you don't love fashion. So what gave you the confidence, the drive to create this new business. but When you've left retail, you left like the confines of someone else's operation. What made you go
1: off on your own? So I stayed home after my first daughter was born. And it turns out I'm a terrible stay-at-home mom. It is just not, I need to be with people. I love to work. And so I thought, well, what can I do? I started selling jewelry in a multi-level, you know, direct sales thing. And it turns Mm -hmm. out the only thing I'm worse at than being a stay-at-home mom is a direct sales jewelry person. So that was not going well, but every show I did, I taught women from my Chico's days, how to dress their body type in jewelry. I would say, you know what, if you have a short neck, you need longer earrings. If you have big hips, wear a short necklace, you know, all Mm -hmm. of those kinds of things. And people would say, can you dress me? Can you go shopping with me? And for a long time, I was like, oh, that's so nice. They just want to feed my ego. And then there was one day I was like, wait a minute. No, this is not. This mm-hmm. is not about me. It's about this them. This is your and superpower. It, right? This is my superpower. And I, I say that I don't love clothes. I do. I have always loved clothes. But I... I have an eye for proportion, which is really what style is about more than anything else. And so one day I kind of was like, well, wait a minute, maybe, maybe this is something that I could do. And I thought if I had two clients, if I did take people shopping, if I did edit their closets, if I had two clients a month, that would be great. That would be something to do. And then within just a few months, I had nine clients a week because what I found was women don't know how to dress themselves. Yep. They don't know. And they feel bad that they don't know because as women, we're just supposed to know.
0: Right. And And we're never taught any of this. No. You'd
1: you'd have to
0: really pay attention. You'd have to really try on a lot of different clothes to figure that out.
1: Well, and even trying on all those clothes, but to know what to look for, you know, I know what it means if a woman tries on a dress and there's a big buckle of fabric over her waistband. I know what that means because I've dressed thousands of women. Most women don't realize that what's happening is that the waistband of the dress is not meeting the waistband, the waist of their body. Correct. And we need to move that waistband up a little bit, either through trying a petite size or more of an on style. So most women they leave that fitting room and they go, oh, my body is so weird. I always have this buckle of fabric. Nobody oh, no, else has it. Has no, this. that's me. It's the no, no, no
0: torso petite girl who cannot get a dress off the rack unless it is cut and petite because there is a big giant patch of fabric in yeah. my back. Yeah. yeah buckle I, of fabric. Yes. And I, yeah, I learned, I learned that one early on, But but like I said, if you're, if you're not, I think there's two things. I think one, if you really don't know your size, which I discovered when I had clients, when I would get them fitted for photo shoots, um, for actors, they would think they're one size and they're mm-hmm. really another. And we'd pull all the wrong size clothes. We'd be at the shoot and I'd be like pinning the back of dresses, <laughs> like yeah. trying to get things to fit them. Or truly, like you said, maybe like you had a kid, your, your body's a little different. You're not the same size you were. Now your jeans still might fit you but you're not the same size. Like you have to try different cuts because yes. things are going to fit you differently. Plus yes. sizing is, sorry, but it's wha- It's not the same everywhere. Every brand kind of embellishes a little on sizing.
1: Sizing is totally meaningless. For me Thank as you. a stylist, <laughs> it's a good place to start. But getting back to your point about women don't know what size they are. I think that there is this like cultural myth that women walk around in clothes that are too tight. Yeah. And I literally have dressed thousands of women and I can think of a few who wore their clothes too tight. And I had to say, you know what, let's, let's go up a size. Overwhelmingly, women are wearing their clothes at least a size too big. And the wrong
0: size bra. Sorry, that, that oh, I don't even have to helping get women with, with clothing as well. That, that was my thing. I was like, girl, your bra doesn't fit you. <laughs> your bra doesn't yeah. fit you.
1: Yes. I, and that actually will also change the way their clothing fits. Oh, it changes the way your clothing fits. It changes the right bra, mm-hmm. makes you look taller. Yes. Leaner, younger, younger, it can take 10 pounds and 10 years off instantly. Bad bras are like kryptonite to me. I just I cannot with the bad bras. I cannot.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. I also want to go back to the fact that you are so good at the head-to-toe dressing. So again, your Chico's training is so cool because Guys, my grandmother, who was like the chicest woman in town, um, she loved Chico's because it was so easy for her to go in and get the head to toe look like she would have the jacket. She'd have the jewelry. She'd have a great belt. Her pants fit perfectly. And she was i like she could buy anything off the rack. She was not someone who was hard to fit, but she looked spectacular when she would walk out of that store. She loved it. And it was easy for her. One, I guess, because she was avoiding that mirror, but two, because she had that personal attention. And so I love what you do because it does make such a difference when you are learning about what works for you.
1: Yeah, I think that a lot of women have been skipping the finishing touches, especially as our world has gone more casual. We have been skipping the, you know, the belt. Belts are a huge trend right now, so I see a lot, lot more women using them in their outfits. But they skip the belt. They skip the earrings. You know, at Chicos. We always rolled the sleeve, added two bracelets, pop the collar, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which by the way, just turning up the back of your shirt makes you look like three inches taller. There's just a little <laughs> tip and three quarter wow. length sleeves take three to six inches of visual bulk out of your midsection. So if you hate your hips, you should be in three quarter length sleeves all the time. I mean, you heard little, it here. Like, <laughs> little nuggets like that, that I picked up at Chico's that have served me so well, but yeah, we really did focus on dressing head to toe. I think one challenge I see with that though is women who go into a store and they get somebody to help them, whatever store it is, and they bring that outfit home and they hang that outfit in, in their closet together. And that outfit is only worn together. Right. And you know, I would I would encourage my clients when I was in their closets, like, okay, this needs to break up because this yes. is like the perfect white layering shirt, and we could be doing a hundred things with it but you're going and buying a perfect white shell every single time. That doesn't make any sense to me. So I think a lot of women struggle. They want that whole complete thing, but then they get it in their heads like, this goes together with nothing else. This is right. outfit number one. And then I have outfit number two. And I like to see women doing more with, with less. I don't, I don't love a huge overflowing closet. I don't think it serves anybody, right? You can't oh, sure wear it. It does not. <laughs> you can't wear it. I had a no. client call me, and I couldn't really figure out why she called me until I got into her closet. And not only did she have like one black cardigan or two black cardigans, she had a stack of black cardigans and yes. a stack of gray cardigans and whatever. And finally <laughs> I said, why did you call me? Why am I here? And she said, I, I don't wear enough of my clothes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, there aren't enough days in the year. It, you know, It was like when I had my first baby girl and you have to change them like three times a day right, just to wear right. all the stuff before they grow out of it. This woman would have had to have changed three times a day just to wear her stuff. And, but she liked her black cardigans
0: and her gray cardigans. And I understand because I have thousands and I don't wear them. No, she liked to <laughs> shop.
1: Shopping was her activity. Well, that too. And yes. I just think there are so many better uses of time and money than shopping. Go get what you need. Get things you truly love and make you happy. Yes, Right? Because you can't love that many things. You just can't because you can't even wear them. You can't have outfit favorites (laughs) if you never repeat an outfit. So for me, like the puzzle of how helping women use the same pieces over and over in different ways, like that is exciting to me. That's really exciting. I love it because the mix and match is really
0: helpful. And it is nice to know that you've got items in your wardrobe already, or what you bring in with your books and show people like, here like you said, take that leopard skirt and here are four ways to wear it. Mm-hmm. And you have maybe three of the pieces already in your closet. So let's make use of it. Mm-hmm. Here it is with boots. Here it is with flats. Here it is with a jacket. Yeah, I I think that's so, so helpful. Um, and I think what you do is wonderful because you are truly helping these women feel great in their skin. And if you guys haven't worked with a stylist before, or if you are curious about how Jennifer does her business, I highly recommend setting up some time to meet with her because she's got some awesome ways to help you feel amazing about yourself. Jennifer,
1: what is the best way for people to reach you? So I would say follow me on Facebook or Instagram, just Everyday Style with Jen. You can go to my website, which is youreverydaystyle.com And you can check out my podcast, which is called The Everyday Style School. We have been talking a lot in this conversation about how important it is to know how to dress your body type. Episodes two through six are dedicated to helping you dress your body type, even if you have no idea where to start, even if you have never even considered the concept, but you are just tired of taking that that haystack into the fitting room to find that needle. That's my goal in life is to to help women take five things in and have five things work. That's, that's what I, I want my it. mission to be. So I love start it. there. That's a great place to start. And uh, I'm
0: curious too, cause I feel like uh, there's a wide range of audience here. And I remember like going for like the first career wardrobe and going to Ann Taylor and it, the <laughs> big boxy shoulder pads. Sure, it, yeah. it was my era and you know, buying a bunch of clothes because they were supposed to be like office attire, but they didn't look great on me, Mm -hmm. but it was the appropriate clothing. Do you like to work with people of all ages for all needs? Are you only looking at the maybe more sophisticated woman who just needs a rehashing of what she, what she's been
1: missing in her life or what's your sweet spot? So my sweet spot is really women who no longer need to dress up, but are tired of dressing poorly. Love it. Right. Because you can dress well without dressing up. So if you are somebody who works from home, stays from home, have a casual office, that's my sweet spot. Now with that said, I love to help women buy suits. Like That's something that I don't get to do for myself anymore because I don't dress up, but I love doing that. So really I can work with women Of any, any, any stage and age, but I love, love, love that woman who wants to be casual, but also super polished and stylish. Cause that is an area that can go so, so wrong, but (laughs) you know, we can can get into that frumpy thing. Like I really believe the right pair of jeans is life-changing. Oh, for sure. If you don't have that pair of jeans in your wardrobe, that and a bra fitting, that's where you start right there. (laughs)
0: High five to that. Yes, I love that. I love that. Um, Jennifer, one last question. And this is something we play and it has to do with my past and entertainment. If
1: there was an actor playing the story of your life, who would it be? That is such a great question. Um, You know what? People always used to tell me that I look like Trisha Yearwood, who is a country singer, not an actress, but I would totally have that. And then I'd be married to Garth Brooks, so that'd be fine. I was going to say the perfect, (laughs) (laughs) it's the perfect match. I love it.
0: And I love talking to you, Dave. It's so much fun. And I'm so appreciative of what you're offering women. And please check out Jennifer. It really is mind boggling and mind changing when you have the right clothes. When I had to start doing photo shoots, which I had avoided my whole life, um, I learned a lot about sizing and about clothing because I've always had fun with it. But when it mattered to how I appeared on camera, I realized I wasn't always wearing the right silhouettes. And so it made such a difference. And it was because I was able to work with someone who was there showing me, no, really try this size on. I I would have never in a million years or a cut I would have never thought I could wear. So I love what you're doing because you really are helping women.
1: Thank you so much. You know, if I can get women to understand that it's not about the dress, it's about the life you live in the dress, which is fashion editor Diana Vreeland who said that. But it is not about having that perfect dress, it's about living your life fully in a dress that makes you feel phenomenal. Because when you feel like that, you are absolutely unstoppable. Absolutely unstoppable. So thank you so much for having me and letting me share my message today. My pleasure. On that note, everyone have a wonderful day.
0: Thank you so much, Jennifer. It was such a pleasure to have you on. Thanks again. Hey babes, I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did. So please show the love, subscribe, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and let's get social. I want to hear from you on IG and tell your friends. That way I know that you know that I know you're listening to The Confidence Crown.